Hello and welcome to our first episode of The Social Buzz. We are Julia and Kirsten from the Global Social Media Team. In today's session, we will speak to Jenny from BSH in Nanjing, China, about how she uses social media, both privately and professionally. When it comes to social, China is the most advanced country in the world where you can pretty much do everything with a few clicks on your mobile. The rest of the world is catching up, but we have much to learn from the way Chinese people are using it. So we're really excited to find out more about how social media has influenced and changed the lives in China. Let's hear more from our guest, Jenny. Welcome, Jenny. Please give us a brief introduction about yourself. Hello, Julia. Everyone, it's my pleasure to join this podcast. This is Jenny Liu. I am the Nanjing local citizen from China. Currently, I'm working in the BSH Great China Execution Center, responsible for the field quality performance management and also doing the course figures and uh, driving some quality uh, improvement with customer complaints. And during my work, I received some social media feedbacks from the global market regarding some complaints about their feedback or consumers. So it's, it's also for me a great time to join this podcast and hope we can have a fun podcast. That's great. Thank you, Jenny. So what's your favorite social app? And what would you say is the most frequently used app in China? It's not only my favorite, I should call it my most frequently used app. It's WeChat. It's not only functional regarding the chatting with each other, but also we can even doing shopping online, paying with these apps. So I can contact with my old classmates, my colleagues, my relatives, my family members. So this is what I use. I should call it my most frequently used. Very interesting, Jenny. So when do you check it first in the morning then? And what are you using it for? I use it every day, contacting with my private collections. Also, sometimes we use it for work, but actually I'm very lucky. BSH is a very good company who suggests their colleagues to do work-life balance. So it's not recommended that you contact with your working partners with WeChat. It's more kind of private. The, the company suggests us to contact with our colleagues during our work time with Skype, with email, with phone. Especially if you have very urgent case, you, you can contact your colleagues to use the WeChat. But for my personally, most of the time I use it for my private collections. So if we would have a look at your normal day, if you could take us through a regular day in terms of social media. So when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed, what kind of apps, what kind of tools do you use? When I get up earlier, use a WeChat to say hello to my friends. It's usually for the boyfriend or girlfriend, <laughs> but no, no honey at the moment. <laughs> I think during the work, we are not to use WeChat mostly, but during break, I will get some information from WeChat, from my friends, my mom, my father. They will maybe ask you, oh, Jenny, support me to buy something for me. Or Jenny recommended the clothes you bought last time. Send me the link. So that's why we are open my Email link. At the moment, we have most of the purchasing on their mobile phone. So I will send the link, share the link to them. And also, especially during the lunchtime, sometimes I will open Red Book to search some of my interesting brand. For example, if my friend's birthday is coming, I try to search gifts for her or for him. Also, if I want to plan to go to some 
place for traveling. I also will use Xiaohongshu. And also uh, we call it Red Books to check some people already been there. After work, I usually come back home to check my Weibo. It's like Twitter or Facebook that we can find many famous stars there. And we can find some um, public account there to see there's uh, some hot trend there. Sometimes it will also show the TikTok video, something really funny. So after that, if I want to buy something, I will open the team mall. Amazon, we also have the small apps linked with WeChat. Sometimes I will also go to the Bilibili. It's an emerging platform among the young people that I can see the vlogs there. I can see there's some um, TV dramas there. Uh, but the most interesting for me is the vlog posted it on their Bilibili. I think. That's most of the apps I use for daily life. Just a quick question about Redbook. Is this more like a review site or a search site or a feedback page? Can you take us through what Redbook does and also Billy Billy? I'm not sure yet what Billy Billy does. For the Xiaohongshu, I would call it integrated apps that is not only the function for searching, but it also has shopping online and products online that you can buy. But how it become popular among the young generations is their functional to give you the idea, give you the hints to buy something. Our girls, we have a lot of colors for lipsticks. So you want to know which kind of color is suitable for you. So someone will post a video on their Xiaohongshu to show the different colors for you using their face and also using their lips so that you can try that. Oh, this one is so beautiful on this girl and I have the same skin so I can use it. And before, I think two years ago, most of the posts is in Word, but now it's more and more videos for the product. It's also recommended travel place and also recommended restaurants. For example, in Nanjing, the city, open a new bookstore and it's open a new um, pet store that you can find new animals for pets. So such kind of these things. So people go to some place for traveling, for holidays, for example, go to the beach to the south of China. And there's a very good hotel and also recorded the videos and posted. So next time, if you also want to go to that south of China, go to that beach, you can book that. Then you can go to the products online directly. For example, they recommended a perfume. It's a new type of perfume. There's a link with this. Then you can go to the link, then you can buy it. And also they have some discount there. So That's why it's become more and more popular with our young people. So basically, it's a combination of entertainment, reviews, communication, but also purchasing. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Also, as I introduced at the beginning, I'm working for customer feedbacks. They recorded that how to use this function. For example, how to use this two-in-one combi steamer. Then they recorded that. And it's a very good use menu because many Chinese users will not read our user menu in book, but they like to search them and read the video on the Xiaohongshu. We were also talking about this project with customer service that maybe we can do something on the Xiaohongshu that people our end users will also check the, the new functions and how to check error coding, such like this. And just a quick words about Billy Billy. For Billy Billy, I think it's for the younger people. I mean, students in the high school, in the university, or just after work at the beginning, why they built this? It's an apps for the Japanese culture lover that we can have the many cartoons there. We can see uh, many 
apples in favor of a Japanese culture that but because more and more users using that, so it has more and more channels. At the beginning, it only has the channel for cartoon, only have the channels for Japanese uh, visit or that, that. But now it has more and more channels, daily life and makeup. And also there's a very popular channel in that for the cooking, teach you how to cook some special food. So this has more and more uppers. And so many younger people there. The uppers is the posters, the master for this post. They will post the vlogs and they, they recorded that vlogs that how to experience a new kind of service in, in there. And people also can ask questions during the, the vlog, during the screen. And you can also see the other users, they are also watching the vlogs with you together than what they are asking for. So there's more and more uppers there. More and more people want to show, want to post in their Bilibilis. Well, that actually leads me to my next question, Jenny. What role do influencers and celebrities play in Chinese social media? They are getting more and more popular step by step. In 2019, it's a year of a beginning because before that, we have not so many um, QLs and also have no ideas what is QL is. But from 2019, we have more and more in the different apps, in the Weibo, in the Bilibili, and also in the TikTok, we can see more and more QLs there. They have millions of friends. And in 2020, during the coronavirus, we couldn't go outside for shoppings on the stores. So to buy something online or during the mobile phone. So if we want to learn that uh, it's useful for us or how it's suitable for us, we need to check that these QLs, uh, their, their introductions, and sometimes they also record some posts that they are uh, using users' manuals. So I think 2020, they, they become grassing, they become emerging, more and more QLs opens. And also in 2020, China invited and organized some live steamers, invited the QLs to do some events and introduction for us. I think for these QLs, they are rules like the ambassador. On behalf of their products, they recommended, and it's because he or she introduced you can buy them on the channel, these QLs, you can get a discount. So that's why if you're watching their show, you can get more discount. So we'll take more concern on these QLs. So next day, what she or he will recommend. So that's more and more fans on, on these QLs. So I think this is the, the rule for them. Mm -hmm. Do you think it will continue the way people are shopping at the moment? So do you think they will buy more and more online, take the recommendations, or do you think people will get sick of it fairly soon and then tend to be more, you know, live shopping, go out with their friends? The coronavirus, it's really changed our lifestyle that we prefer to go online. But maybe people will change it as our mind that we need to go outside together with friends to see the real products. But because in China, you can see because we are online pay, it's very useful. It's very easy to online pay. It's not difficult. So that's why more and more people also go online for the mobile phone. But for the on-site shopping, it's also depend on the products. For example, furniture and also for some home applicants. People really want to touch things. But for them, small things like the pen, maybe we do not want to try them. For clothes, maybe we want to try them. So I think for that kind of things, we prefer that online will be more convenient, saving time and also get the discount. Do you also do private things like events with your friends and so forth? 
Does that happen online as well, or is that still mainly offline? I mean, for now, China has been changing. The restrictions have been loosened a bit in China. So at the moment, you are able to meet more people, right? Yes. Even though it's not so uh, difficult to go outside to meet friends, but from my side and my circle, we have also shopping online, and we can share the link. Share what you buy in the WeChat group. So I think at the moment we have most of the time purchasing online. Also, my parents can buy the things online easily. I also help them to open the online pay channel. My parents' house is a little bit far away, not so friendly for them to go inside to the city center. So they found wow, it's convenient that they can buy something and they can deliver it to their house directly. So it's. Very convenient for them. I think at the moment, still purchasing online will be the most choice. Jenny, we we found out recently that you will be taking on a job in Germany in September. Well done. How are you preparing for your move to Germany? I followed the process which HR recommended me for the working visa and some more working issues handing over, and also for my private issues like relocation, searching, and also contact with my friends. Try to meet them more before I left. I have been in Munich twice for a business trip, but it will be my first time to stay a long term there. So I'm looking forward there. I hope I can get adopted. Yes. So good luck for your move, and we look forward to uh, meeting you in Munich in September. Hopefully, go to beer garden again, so you can enjoy the the nice sights of Munich. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on our show and actually being our first guest in the podcast. And thank you very much for your insights. It's also my honor to be the first guest for you, and hope we can meet in Munich. So that was an interesting session today, learning about apps and social media usage in China. Because obviously, for us in Europe, but also I guess the rest of the world. We are currently using it differently, so it was very interesting for us to find out about how much social media actually has an impact in the lives of Chinese people. I've never heard of Billy Billy before, so that was interesting. Red Book, I definitely would like to look into because it sounds like something we will all be heading towards, like this immersive experience going online to not just go for a certain thing like shopping or chatting or. Watching something on YouTube, but a mix of everything together. So I think that was very interesting, and I am very sure we will come back to Jenny or one of our colleagues in the future to find out more about social media trends in China. In the next episode, we'll share some insights about the social phenomena of Bosch Cooked, and we'll have two interesting guests who will join us. Thanks for listening today. Have a good time until then, and feel free to reach out to us if you have something you'd like to share. Bye bye.